Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Emma, good morning. Thanks for holding. How you doing, Emma? Good. How are you, Ryan? Good morning. Good morning. So you're being... Tell me what's happening. It says here you're being charged more for a bachelorette party. Or you're yeah. in charge. So, uh, no, I'm not in charge. I'm having to pay more than the wedding party. So a, an old friend of mine um, from college, she is getting married. And uh-huh. she invited me along to the bachelorette because, you know, we're good friends. I'm just not a part of the wedding party. Um, and recently I found out that I'm actually paying more than the wedding party for like a few things. Like there's just some activities and um, with our stay, I'm just having to pay a little bit more. And I don't know if I go to the maid of honor who planned this or if I go to my friend, the bride, just because, you know, I don't, I'm not used to having, you know, I'm, I'm not used to people who aren't a part of the wedding party, you know, having to pay more or if that's a new thing. or well, if I'm Let me ask assistant. a couple of naive questions because I have never yeah. planned a wedding. Sissini, okay. yeah. is, is the issue here that the wedding party has a certain amount of things they've got to pay for themselves and that Emma's expected to pay for I the mean, bachelorette party? In theory, yeah. If you're in the wedding party, you end up spending more because you have to get your hair and makeup done probably. Well, who pays for the bachelorette and party like, generally? Everyone splits it equally. I've never heard Gemma, of where someone would have to spend more money, Emma. like that yo, is. Can you split rude. it with all the other guests? I'm, I mean, it's really... I don't know because I don't the price I guess like all these bridesmaids like they all have a certain price and I have a different price. That's so weird that I don't. It's, yeah, you need to take it up with the maid of honor. Leave the bride out of it because you don't want to stress her out. But talk to the maid of honor and be like, why? Weddings are like sometimes <laughs> way overcomplicated. It is. It's uh-huh. like what? it just needs to be get together, loved ones and friends, <laughs> get married. Celebrate! Don't Outside, even get me started. I planned casual. a whole bachelorette that we didn't even have. Ugh. This is the point, guys. You you haven't been listening to me for twenty years. Finally, no, you're starting I, to hear it. I am. I'm uh, Ryan. It's like you're in my ear sometimes. I'm like an earworm. Yes. All right, Emma. I think Sisney's advice is good. 
don't burden yes. the bride, but burden the mm-hmm. bride's maid. Maid. Yeah, the maid of honor. Got the maid it. Of honor. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank Good luck. You so well, thank you, Ryan. Thank oh, you. Bye. Bye. I'm always flattered that we get calls about things to work out in weddings. Because <laughs> there's not a lot of wedding experience here. But there's so many weddings happening right now because none of them happened for two years. So I feel like there's so just a Toll-free lines are open. Well, Call with your issues. It just boils down to relationships. Everything boils down to relationships. Also. My, my, my through line here on, on a lot of these concerns that we get is that we're dealing with layers of complications for something that's supposed to be completely celebratory and easy. I know. You're right. But there is so much drama around. I'd like to walk away from that. I know, and I like to avoid it. Like when I was planning my friend's bachelorette, that did not happen because she got COVID. Um, I I just chose to pay for certain things because I didn't want to upset the guests. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to handle, you guys just pay for the tip. You know, like I was because I felt bad that people were spending money. It's weird. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Mm, yeah well, we won't get into that anytime soon, Tanya and I. Uh, all right. Yeah, you could. Or maybe she will. I don't know. I can't speak for you. You know what, but, but the fun thing, why I keep saying like you're in my ear is because if you would have asked me five years ago, I would have wanted to do the whole hullabaloo, crazy I did ask bachelorette, you five years ago, da, 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 old circus of a you? wedding. Yeah. Now I'm like. Eh, whatever. Whatever's important is just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And that's love and it, yeah. simplicity. Yeah, we were just talking about some of the complications that many people are dealing with when it comes to finally getting to their weddings and we had Emma who called in and said, hey, she's supposed to plan the bachelorette party. She's not in the wedding party, but it's costing her more to do that than being in the wedding party, and she feels uncomfortable about that. Mm-hmm. And our response is, wow, these things should not be so stressful, dramatic, and complicated. It's a celebration of love. Mm-hmm. True. But the bachelorette party is just like, you know. Well, you were planning one that got canceled because someone got COVID. Oh, I know. So did, but the wedding happened? Yes, the wedding happened. So the bachelorette party never happened? Never happened, but we're still considering maybe Cabo, maybe Puerto Rico. Like, now we want to go, like, big. It was supposed to be in San Diego. I predict it doesn't happen as yeah, a bachelorette it's party. Not gonna I predict happen. it's going to fizzle Everyone's out. Everyone's going to be like, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> we're looking yeah, at it'll Memorial be like Day a girls weekend. weekend in six months. Well, that's what it's supposed to. It's going to be a girls' weekend, regardless. Well, no, you had blow up dolls and party balloons. I I still need to use that blow up doll because I really don't need a blow up doll of my friend's now husband at my house. I that's what I was texted you to try and take it off your hands. Yeah, but it has his face. Can't I put a different face on it? Uh. No, I think it ruins it. There's a seam issue around the neck. It's unattractive. Now, what happened with the wedding? So the wedding happened um, last weekend, and it was so beautiful. Everything was great. So as we're dancing on the dance floor, everything's kind of, everyone's done with dinner, and like the dancing has begun. I'm noticing that my friend, who's the bride, is holding her wedding dress like in a bunched ball, like almost like she didn't bustle it. You know what bustling a dress means, right? Well, I was a man of honor Mm -hmm. at my sister's wedding, so no. Okay, so when you get married for the ceremony, you usually have your long, you know, train train of the dress or trail or whatever. And so when you're ready to dance and do all that, you have these buttons that the seamstress already like positioned for you. Oh, you can peel it off? No, you button it up to then it just bunches all the fabric up. So therefore it doesn't drag. However, in, in my friend's case... It wasn't altered properly. Or, so even though it was bustled, it still dragged like a 10 inches. Like it, people were stepping oh. all over her. And so she wasn't really enjoying like herself. I'm like, she's See, like, I'll again. just, I'll hold it all night. And I'm like, 
Kalina, you can't hold your dress all night. You're going to regret all these pictures. Like you're going to, and you could, the dress was getting dirty and you could just see the dirt on it. And so I was like, let's go see if we can love. find some hair ties. So I went backstage in the bridal suite and we're looking for hair ties, which we had none. We're taking scrunchies. We're taking, like she had these salsa dancers and they were, they had just performed and they and were buying their hair ties. Yes. They were changing. We were <laughs> like, can we have one of your hair ties? It was like emergency situation. So we do as the best we can. We, her and the wedding planner. And it's still dragging. And she goes, you know what? I can't take it. Cut it. And I go, what? She's I like, love her. Just cut my dress. And now like, she's having a good time. Are you yeah. sure? And I'm like, yeah. here you go. So the wedding planner's like, I have scissors. And so she goes uh, and grabs the scissors. Yes, and she it. comes to ah, us. Yes. And Finally. she comes in the room with the scissors like this. And she goes, I can't do it. You do it. And she hands them to me. And I'm like, Kalina, are so you, you sure? Cut the wedding dress? I cut the wedding dress. It's about time someone enjoys a wedding. And we had the best night of our I'm lives. I'm telling you, a little irreverence. <laughs> and what a what a great friend you are. And you came with the solution of shears. Well, I was I was really worried that she was going to wake up the next morning and be like really mad at me or regret no, what it. A, but what a great, that's even, no. the dress is even cooler now. Yeah, she was just like, I don't care. I'm not going to wear it again. So just cut it. So we had, a, it was so funny. I put the pictures online if you guys saw them. But Were oh you familiar God. with bushling, Tanya? Bustling? Yeah, but bustling? Yes. I didn't know that. I just knew that my role was during the ceremony, if the train got, untrained or right it to would step it, in there and, fix it. It and i think if you, it would be weird for you to bustle your own sister's dress yeah it's hard she probably had your mom do it or something i don't think she bustled it no she had to have if she had a train then she had to clip it up but you have to like kind of get into like the butt area so it would just be weird no, if you were I, doing I, it i i, I don't know I, but i'm gonna pack <laughs> scissors to all weddings i go to on air with ryan seacrest let's get ben ben i hear you're going on a first date that is correct. And nonetheless, I'm an airplane, Ryan. What? Can you explain that? Yeah. So I, I met a girl on Hinge a few weeks ago, and we've been texting nonstop. And recently, we discovered that we're both flying back from the same place on the same airline. So I went ahead and switched my flight, and we're going to actually be sitting next to each other. <laughs> um, That's so and, cool. Yeah, I, I thought this was, a, this was a cool idea at first as well. Um, but now I'm thinking to myself, am I insane? Yes. And no. It's, so it's, all right, so listen, hear me out. It's happening next week. We're flying back from Seattle to LA. Oh. So it's only going to be like two hours at most. So not too long on the plane. Itself. Unless there are delays. What if we on hate the each other? Yeah. Right, right. And But like, what if we hate each other? Then we're absolutely trapped next to each other for two hours or more. So, what do you guys think? Uh, I got a lot of thoughts. You're not going to realize that you hate each other within those two hours. I got a lot of thoughts. Me too. First of all, no one's going to hate anybody because this is such a great move. Right. So, it's so good. It's so clever and cute and creative that everyone's going to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Right. Now, the other thing you have to be careful of is breath. Sitting close to somebody in an airplane and torquing your neck, mm. you got to watch breath control. Well, you have, like the halitosis smell. You still have to wear your mask. So, But still, you can smell people's breath. Mm -hmm. I guess not if you're turning like that. Right? No, but then if you have a drink or if you're actively eating, you can have your then mask you can off. Take it off. Mm -hmm. So I, I like it. I like the creativity in it. I think that... Coming out of it, no one's going to be that upset if it doesn't work. Tani, what do you think? I think it's a really bad idea to extend your trip to stay one more day so you don't have to do that. Why? 
you guys, you clearly have not been on a bad first date. 20 minutes feels like a lifetime on a bad date. If you're stuck in an airplane with two hours and it's bad. But don't you think it's such a creative idea that it can't be bad? It can't be bad. I don't think it's bad for a second date, but a first date. Oh my, I went, I'll never forget. Oh, it's so beautiful. I went to Sugarfish with this guy on a first date and thankfully they try and rush you out of there fast. Like they Mm -hmm. feed you fast. 25 minutes door to door and it felt like 17 hours. Were you seated at the sushi bar? No, we had a table. I said, please don't bring me another drink. I gotta go. Okay, well, you have bad luck. Ben is more creative than going to Sugarfish, and he's gonna have better luck. And Ben, you've already been talking to her, and you kind of got to know her a little bit, right? Yeah, we've been talking for a couple weeks now. I Um, think it's time. It's no different than if you guys are going to a restaurant and eating for three hours together, two hours together. Ben, I think just go for it. Do not second guess this one. Yeah, don't. Don't second guess it. That's going to be the mistake. Don't do it. Oh, my gosh. Don't listen to Tanya. Yeah, I mean, Tanya, who who does not enjoy sugarfish? If you can even get a table there, you should be thrilled. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I I, I, I would eat with anybody. There's such a big line. (laughs) Right. I'm, I'm happy to eat with you. Exactly. If I'm like, I'm just one. Can I just eat with that yeah, person? Just, you guys have not been on a horrible date. What do they call you it? The see me, the show me. Show me. Trust me. Trust me. I'll take the see me, show me. Trust me for one. Can I have a seat? It's the Nazawa. Trust me. Yeah. How you can't enjoy sugar, Ben? We're we're all aligned except for right. Mm. It was too much rice for Tanya. All right. No, Thank you, Ben. Not. Good luck. <laughs> Yeah, well, they don't do. They yeah. might do. You can't do substitutions yeah. there. So. Yeah, good. And you know why? Because you asked for too many, so all of us can't have substitutions <laughs> now. They made a company-wide rule. Because <laughs> well, uh, you know that woman keeps coming in Brentwood with those yeah. bad dates. She always wants to change the rice volume. That was not my date spot. I had a very nice date spot because I could be lickety split in and out, get a drink in 15 minutes. The bartender knew me. That's where I did all my first dates. And then Tanya, could I have in. a substitute for the salmon and also for my date, right. please? Can I get the salmon, but like without no, the no sauce? And then like this on the no, side. side. Wait, and I can't do Brussels sprouts because they make me gassy. gassy. So can yeah, you do yeah, it? Also, no cheese, please. No yeah, dairy. Yeah, no dairy. Oh. They don't okay. even have Brussels sprouts. Are you sushi? sure that you didn't have a good time? Maybe he didn't have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> On Air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, so let's get to this. How and Usually it's so funny because I talk to Patty a lot about these things over the years. But right. since you've got so many kids now, you definitely will have an answer for this <laughs> stuff. But how do you react when your child or children misbehave? Oh. A child psychologist says that you react, how you react, right, determines how soon they will misbehave again. Right. And she says, this psychologist says, this is the phrase you should try with your kids when they misbehave. What is it? And I kind of love it, but I never heard it as a kid, ever. Okay. I heard you're grounded. That's what I heard? Right. Go to your room. Go to your room and you're grounded. How long? Mm-hmm. Days. No. Okay, no. No way Connie Seacrest grounded you for days. I think I got grounded for something for, seemed like days. Anyway, the question is, would you like a do-over? Oh, that's good. I, we do something similar like that. Because it's not critical or embarrassing, but it lets you think through mm-hmm. how you would do it over and learn through that exercise. Yeah. we. I, so we talk about it and then I say, we're going to try again tomorrow. So similar to do over, but I like do over better. Is, where did you learn that? I don't know. You didn't have that as a kid. It's my gut instinct, I guess. Yeah. Things just come like to you as a mom sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here's today's quote. You must allow the pain to visit. You must allow it to teach you. 
and you must not allow it to overstay. Mm. I like that. So that's interesting, right? To break that down. Pain, lesson, and move on. Yeah. All right? That's cool. I liked it. Y'all didn't? I don't know. I loved I it. I liked it too. Yeah. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. With Ryan Seacrest. Headlines, Tanya. Two recently signed laws that affect school schedules and gun regulation take effect on Friday. Starting July 1st, middle schools cannot start before 8 a.m. and high schools can start no earlier than 8.30. Also starting July 1st, concerned Californians can request a judge to seize ghost guns from someone they deem to be a danger to themselves or the public. Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker was hospitalized for an undisclosed issue. Barker, who married Kourtney Kardashian last month, was taken to West Hills Hospital and then transported to Cedars. Baker's teenage daughter, Alabama, posted, Please send your prayers around 5.30 yesterday. And last call on the Sunset Strip could get a little later. The city of West Hollywood has voted to adopt a pilot program pushing back closing time for bars to 4 a.m., Some residents begged the members to oppose the plan, concerned about the additional noise that would be created if bars were open later. The bill is designed to help bars and restaurants that have struggled through the pandemic and expires in five years. Downey today, 98 in Riverside, and right now it is 68 in Hollywood. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, Before we do anything else, I want to acknowledge some technology that is in our bathroom. Now, I often will be in a bathroom that has nothing going on, right? Most bathrooms have nothing going on. Then you'll travel and you'll stop at a restaurant and you'll go to the bathroom. And for the men over the urinals, they'll have advertisements that you stare at. Mm-hmm. Like pictures of cars for sale that you stare at. Okay. And yeah. I find that to be distracting and fine. Okay. But then again, I'm thinking, do I want to advertise my business there? I yeah. don't know. I like yes. to put a picture frame over our toilet at home for the men. Because you I feel do. like when you're so, standing there, it gives you something pretty to look at. Yeah. What is it? Waves? The ocean? What are you Actually, looking at? <laughs> star, it's like a Starry Night Van Gogh replica. That's nice. Yeah. Well, here at iHeart in Los Angeles, they've gone a little further. They've installed technology at our sinks in the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so when you go to wash your hands, there's a flat screen that's built into the wall. Mm-hmm. And it says iHeartMedia, and then it's got every radio station that they operate in Los Angeles up on the screen and its logo. And if you press the logo of that station, that station plays in the bathroom. Yes. And Sissini likes to go around to all the bathrooms, men and women's, and change it from whatever it might be playing, KFI, to KISS. So that KISS is playing in all the bathrooms. Sometimes I just go in there, even if I don't have to go to the bathroom, and change it to KISS and then leave. Have you kept score? What are most people listening to by choice in our bathrooms? Yes. Well, it's because you're changing the station. I think the majority of people in this building want to listen to Kiss FM. No, so I got into well, we a are, war. Obviously, we want to think that. <laughs> I got into a battle with somebody in the bathroom because I was in there and it was on Kiss FM and I was in my stall and then somebody from Real walked on in, changed it while I was in the urinal and so you were uh, in the urinal or sorry, what is it called? I don't know. Stop. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I did. This is forget sorry. the technology. Why were you in the urinal? I was in the stall. I was in the stall. Oh, no. <laughs> so, 
So then she goes into her stall and I was washing my hands and I got really perturbed that she changed it to real. And so I wash my hands, I dry my hands and right before I walk out the door, I hit it back and kiss and ran out the door. I can't, I can't believe that someone changed it while someone else was in there. Yeah. That's weird. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you don't know someone's there. I don't really inspect I every guess. time I go who in. Who was it? you know who's there. So the you, door's closed. I'm like, so you know it was a girl, obviously. It was the women's yeah. restroom. <laughs> so the question is, by creating this choice, is it creating tension between us? It, I think it creates pride. No, it's pride. It's like, you know. Guys, I'd like to be more prideful outside of the bathroom. If we're going to be prideful about Kiss, it doesn't need to take place over the sink in the men's room. I honestly think they did it because, or what I imagined is, let's say I have to go to the bathroom right now and we're playing songs. So I know yeah, I, I need to hurry to get back because after this song, we're live. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. I'll cover you. <laughs> if you don't make it, I got you. Don't worry. Don't rush your stuff, okay? You take all the time you need in the I urinal. wish I didn't have to rush my stuff. So listen to this, and I want your feedback. There's a, a thread on Reddit that really blew up over the past few days. It makes for an interesting discussion. An 18-year-old woman posted asking, basically, am I in the wrong here? So she's in college. She's been getting bullied and harassed, which is not in the wrong, right? She's getting bullied and harassed. So she's telling everybody that. And there's three guys in her class that are doing this. They, I guess they send her harassing messages and photos that are not right. So she reported them to the school. And I guess the guy's got a warning based on her, okay. what she says. Mm-hmm. So she went and tracked down the guy's moms what? on Facebook and sent the moms of the guys that go to her college screenshots of what their sons were doing. And the moms were horrified. Of course. So wow, what a bold move. It's kind of a great move if she's not get if she's not if it's not stopping and the school really wasn't stepping in. Mom will do the trick. So what happened? So, uh, I mean, people were kind of, surprisingly, people were on both sides of this. Some say it's the right thing to do. Others say she took it too far to bring in the moms. But like, okay. if she's feeling bothered, she's doing what she can to stop it, right? Can you just block the number? I think she still wanted them to be accountable. Well, yeah. yeah. So they've, all three, all three have strong moms because they've stopped. <laughs> and one is one took one's completely gone from social media. Like the mom told him to get off. <laughs> oh my gosh! Good for her. But I never would have thought about that. Would you ever think about going to a mom of someone that's doing it? No. But when Michael and I were first dating, and we would get in little petty fights, I would tell him that I was going to tell my dad to like scare and, him, and he'd have to take it up with your father. Yeah. The nicest guy on the planet. Right. Randy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell my dad. <laughs> oh, do you still say that? No. <laughs> 102.7 Kiss FM. And Jessica's online. Hey, Jess, how are you? Hi, Ryan. Good. How are you? Super good. So tell me what's going on. This is something about your parents here? Yeah. So my parents were married for 44 years um, and then uh, decided to file for divorce, which. In the split, my dad works in the area where we live, um, mm-hmm. so we offered to have him move in with us until he could get on his feet. And my conversation with him in the beginning was always, you know, he could stay with us until the divorce was final. Well, because of COVID and they didn't have any children to determine custody, uh, this turned into literally a two-year divorce just drawn out. Um, so he moved in with us October 7th, so two years ago. 
um, and the divorce was final the end of July of this year. Um, and I just feel like the time has come. He's definitely got very comfortable with living with us in our basement, um, but it's led to things like my kids not being able to host parties because where they would would be in the basement area where all the TV area uh, yeah, is and I whatnot. It. I get it. Yeah, and so, and then just like my my mental capacity on my marriage after two years, I just don't know how to go about to, to begin to tell him it's time for him to get on his, I mean, he's got a good job, he can totally afford, it's just the comfort that I think he's come to know with my family. So I just don't know how to begin this conversation. Well, it's not an easy, you need to just, and again, this is unexpert advice, but you need to tell yourself, this is not going to be easy, but it needs to be addressed. And my guess is he knows it's coming. Mm -hmm. I would think so. My guess is he knows it's coming. First of all, I I just going back for a second, you would think you got there at 44 years. Like I'm like thinking, you know, when you get to the 10, 15, 20, you think, okay, we're good. Now we have to come back to that for the next couple of shows, but... Yeah, let's you, put you, it, definitely come back to that. Come back to that for tomorrow <laughs> and this week. But you, you you said that he... two year, I mean, you gave him two years of uh, accommodations and two years of, it sounds like, great, helpful love and calmness and a place to be around family. So that's great. So you did that. I mean, that's a long time. And now I think, yeah. if it were me, I think the conversation is something like this. And I often loathe saying these thoughts on the air because I know people are going to cringe or judge what I'm going to say because I, I don't know what I'm going to say. But oh, I think no. I would say, Dad, um, I love you. I'm so happy we have been able to have this time together. But I need to talk to you about the next phase of everything. You know, it was um, whatever, whatever you want to say about the two years. But now we should focus on the next phase. And I think what's healthy for everybody here and for both of us is... And then however you want to say, you know, that next step. And mm-hmm. and what I'm seeing is like I, he's there's a complacency here, right? He's settled into the comfort of it. And he probably doesn't want to have to face going out and doing this. But you yeah, have to. He probably doesn't want to be alone. But you have to address what's healthy for you, your family, and for him. And that is this next phase and this next step. And, Dad, how, what does that look like to you? Let him talk mm-hmm. to you about it. And here's how it looks yeah. to me. Here's how it looks to me, yeah. and maybe you're on the same page, or maybe he needs to hear, here's how it looks to you, and you hear how it looks to him, but get to a place where you're aligned, and get to a place where you can make a plan, and I think you got to install a timeline. I agree, because the timeline is definitely the thing that, I mean, now that it's actually come, I haven't really, I haven't really sat down with him and hit the timeline. Like, we've talked in generals about his plans, but nothing concrete or a timeline. So I think that's excellent advice as far as like getting a timeline with him. My guidance would but be, I definitely be, think he's, be deliberate. he's comfortable with, with family and, you sure. know, and the, I think it's, it's a little bit, you know, like you said, and, 45 years, he's afraid to be alone. And, and dad, Hey, it's not like we're going anywhere. We're here. If you need us, you know, come over for dinner or call me. I'm here for you. I love you, but I need to do what's healthy. I know for, for me, my family, and I think for us. So let's look at how this looks. Let's put a deadline on it and let's do this in a loving way. I really believe that's how, and again, I'm sorry if people who are good at this are thinking differently, but that's what I would do. Okay. I mean, that's great. That's kind of where I felt I needed to go. I just didn't know how to approach it without sounding just like mean daughter, get out. No, I start with, I love you and I'm happy I've been able to be here for you. And let's talk about what this looks like going forward. Okay. For sure. Yep. I think that sounds great. Thank you so much. I love listening to you guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on. Take care.
That's a tough one. Now, we do. Let's address it later. Yeah. 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. My parents are at 50 plus years. What can you not get past after 45 years? I don't know. I haven't even started yet, so I'm really, really. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Kim, good morning. How you doing? Good. How are you? We don't know. We don't know. We actually don't know. It's so early. We don't know yet. So, uh, all right. Your sister's getting married. Congratulations. What's the issue? Oh, yay. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know what to do about this. So, she's been with this guy for like six years. He's nice, fine, kind of boring, whatever. Um, but they're engaged and also getting married next summer. Uh, but she told me last night that she's not attracted to him and they almost never sleep together. What? Um, yeah. So she's 30 and lives with our parents. Um, and he is also 30 and also lives with his parents. Why is she getting um, married to him? Yeah, what? I don't understand. That's what I'm wondering. And also, get this, after they get married, they have no plans to move in together at all. Why are uh, they like getting married? Is this, are, is this like an arranged understand. marriage? No, I don't know. And like, yeah, they're just going to keep live, living with their parents. Um, so, but, yeah, but, but, I've but, never... Sorry, this, is your, this is your sister. Can you not say, hey, why are you getting married? Yeah. Um, I, I've raised concerns for sure. Um, and she just kind of like blows me off. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Because she, she's older than me. Like, I'm the younger sister. And you got the right idea. I mean, you can't get married to someone and not want to be with someone. No, this is so and like that's what I'm saying. Not, and not live together after you get married. I've never once else in going my on. life have heard something else is going on, Kim. I don't understand it, but something's going on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know what to do. And like, my parents are no help at all. Are they, they in the C- is, is one of them in the CIA and they need a right like, a cover? Not that I know of. Well, we wouldn't know. Well, we wouldn't know, mm-hmm. but I don't, I mean, I you might want to throw it out there. Maybe just continue yeah. to try to talk to her and just be completely honest and transparent and you, you have until next summer. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I don't, un- I don't understand. First of all, uh, don't get me started on the marriage thing. Second of all, <laughs> getting married to somebody you're not going to be with or attracted to, I, it's all And it's then all not wrong. living together? Yeah, I don't understand it, to be honest. Well, if you don't understand it and we don't understand it, how are we going to understand it? I don't know. I'm just trying to stop her. Try. Or try harder. Stand no. in front of her. Maybe yeah. ask her Maybe ask her to explain it to you. Maybe the reason why you don't understand is because you're not asking her to really explain it. But what, oh, yeah. That's, that's a good idea. It's so obvious. <laughs> why did yeah, we think I mean, of that? Uh, well, Kim, look, I think you're doing everything you can. You're not wrong to try and do all the things you can at least have this sister of yours think about it right but she's gonna do what she's gonna do and good luck thanks all right bye now why what is what's going on there is i don't is it a family pressure is it a cover what's going on i don't know is it a culture thing like i I, my mind is blown i have no idea never once heard of someone not being attracted to who they're gonna marry and then not living together after you get married so again i'm not what's the point I mean, what's the point anyway? Money? But what's the point? Is he Especially rich? Then. I don't know. Well, they're living together with the family. So, yeah. There's probably, got their own there's got to be a reason. I just feel like, yeah, why, instead of trying to talk her out of it, why don't we try and understand where she's coming from? Well, that's what Kim's assignment was, wasn't it?
Yeah. Hopefully she returns. Tubbs, bring in Kaylee May, creator, influencer, Kaylee May on TikTok. And there she is with her dog oh, on our Zoom. I see your Kaylee dog's May, little what rump. kind of dog do you have? Hello? Hello? <laughs> it's a lab pit mix. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, what's, my what's your God. lab pit mix's name? Baba. Uh, his name's Oliver. Oliver. Mm. All right. Well, yeah, listen. Super sweet. Kaylee, thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming on. She had to make time for us because she's got uh, 100 billion views on TikTok. <laughs> now, and I'm going to, you need to hear why. Because, uh, and Tubbs, I may need you for our new project coming out of this Kaylee conversation. I need to learn a little bit more. But Kaylee's 21, TikTok influencer, based right here in Southern California, known for sharing lifestyle, home decor, and organizational content. Now, let's focus on the organizational content. You've got millions and millions of followers, and what I just watched was, I think it's your hand, refilling <laughs> water bottles and putting different items into the refrigerator. And that has yeah. got, how many views that got? 92 million views. Is that, that you? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was restocking my mini fridge in my bedroom. And you quit Starbucks to do that for a living, right? Yes. It's incredible. Yeah. I, 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 Crazy. Oh. So you, where were you working at Starbucks? Um, I was just a barista in a hospital Starbucks, and that's all I did before, oh. and I was able to quit my, my day job to do this full time. Wow. <laughs> and literally, she organizes drawers. She'll put little, like, cubbies and cabinets and and yeah. it's so soothing to watch your videos it's oh, like yeah it's, it's like, satisfying oh, thank you <laughs> where did this interest in organization come from um well i've always been organized i have my stepmom to thank for that she's like always had those containers before it was even trending and in quarantine when it started to like trend on tiktok that kind of like inspired me to start making my own content and did you have any idea that just stocking your mini refrigerator <laughs> would generate more views than we've ever talked to in people in 20 years on this show? No, never. I started doing it for fun, um, and it is insane Like where, now, where it went. But now you're covering your costs, your living costs? Yeah, yeah. Over like, the past two years, my account has grown. I've been able to like work with brands and also with Amazon, and that that is able to to let me quit of my job. Course. Wow, yeah. Wait, but do you do it for other people? Like, would you come into like, let's say my home and organize it? Um, mm. I haven't done that, but like not that really would be worth amazing it. to do not, it. Not really <laughs> worth it because she's got a hundred million people watching her do it. Uh, here's, a, listen to <laughs> no. this. This is her organizing. This is, you're cleaning? What are you doing? It's I'm ASMR. It's like a touch of ASMR. What do you re-reckon your stock, your 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 cabinets or your your spices? We know. I think that was like a sink clean video that mm, sounded no. like it. <laughs> so, but this is what this is the point, Tubbs. If I, does your hand look? I don't even know if it's her hand in this video. It's got hundred million people. Does your hand? Let me see your hand. That would pass my, as my hand? hand. Well, now I'm looking at this hand because I want to do what you're. Your hand is beautiful. Thank oh, you. But thank look at you. wait, whose hand are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, not yours, Ryan. No, I th my hand is very nice. It's all right. You should see my feet. Yeah, you do have nice feet. Now, what about this? Since you're doing the hands thing, what if I stocked my fridge with my feet? <laughs> I don't know about that one. Well, that's well, the point. He like, has great nobody feet. Nobody knows till you try. Mm -hmm, right? But what mm -hmm. if that became the new thing? I can pick stuff up with my toes. So. <laughs> I, so think, I think we're, we're on to something.
we're here just to say we appreciate what what it is you're doing. We also are advocates of organization and yeah, cleaning. Yeah, like, I we wish like I that. could do that. Mm-hmm. We think that's good for the mind, actually, to keep things yeah. physically in the right place. Don't you find like mentally it's good for you? Yes, 100%. And spring cleaning now, time, I have too. to ask you, is there any... Sp- place in your apartment or house that is messy like you know how like monica on friends is like super clean but then she has that dirt like closet where she stuffs everything like what's your do you have a junk drawer like you have to yes um i have almost like a junk closet where i keep all of the like excess like the restock stuff like if it doesn't all fit into a container that's kind of where it all goes like in the normal packages um, people ask about that all the time. They're like, can, can I see, like, I just know that you have like, yeah, like, something this unorganized. <laughs> so Kaylee May, you can see her on TikTok. She was working in the Starbucks in the hospital. So, you know what? This is great, but I, I can do better just stocking my fridge and cleaning things up on TikTok and it's working. So to the youth listening now, use your feet. I'm just giving you an idea. Use your feet and see what happens. It's nice to meet you. Continued success. Thank you so much. So great to meet you, too. Okay, bye. Bye, Oliver. Bye. Oh, Oliver. <laughs> bye, bye. Want a treat? Do you want a treat? Do you want a treat? <laughs> Tops, let me see your hands. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, uh, where's David in the social department? He could get his camera. He could use Tubbs' hand. We could stock some fridges. No, I'm telling you, you should use my boyfriend's hands. They're very nice. Like, they're... You- you use your boyfriend's hands. I, I don't want to use his I hands. Do, I do. salt is back. I do. Yeah, I got him. They a, call me Mr. Morty. <laughs> <laughs> I got him a, a hand modeling gig with a charcuterie company. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I'm sure he's thrilled. He's a lawyer. By the way, guy went to law school, passed the bar, and he's got a charcuterie gig. No, it's fun for the, They think he thinks it's like fun and funny. <laughs> That's what, okay. Anyway, Tubbs, let's talk after. Kristen H., how are you doing this morning? I'm doing okay. How about you? Doing well. So uh, you're not going to your father's wedding, it says on my call screen. What's going on? Okay. So I haven't really, like, decided yet. I just, like, I don't want to go to his wedding. He's marrying the woman he cheated on my mom with. And when I was in high school, my mom found a bunch of texts that he had been sending to her, and it just completely blew up my family. And it was so horrible. We're still dealing with a lot of the fallout. And now he's marrying this woman. And so I the don't fallout want to never went away. It's, there's still tension. Oh, no. There's still trouble. It's oh, a tough yeah. one. It's, and does he, I don't know if you speak or if he writes or, or how you correspond, but does he acknowledge that he understands if it's too uncomfortable for you? Well, I was honest with him and told him that, you know, I don't want to go. And he was not understanding at all and actually told me, well, if you don't come to mine, I'm not going to come to yours whenever you get married. What? Yeah. I'm like, that's, well, that's like, not okay. That's so harsh. Right? That's like an uh, awful thing issue? to say to your well, daughter. A terrible thing to say to your daughter. Um, I, don't, it, like, I, don't, I don't know that that is true. I can't believe he said that, but I don't know that that's true when it comes down to it, that he would really miss his daughter's wedding. But... Kristen, I don't, again, I'm going to say things that may not be popular, but if it's me and you are having this feeling and you are still dealing with the fallout and you're still scarred by it, I think it's okay for you to say, you know, you wish him the best, but you're not going to be there in person. No. I don't know. I almost think just suck it up and go. I don't think I could. Look, you don't have to stay the whole time. 
go to the ceremony, have the dinner, don't dance. Well, why don't not wish him well and not have to see it in person and open up because all those wounds? The, because she's taking the high road in this situation. You're, you're, you're being the adult, truly. This woman, though, like, you guys, she is, she is the absolute worst. Like, she still hasn't made amends with my, like, with me or my mom. Will and your mother like, be upset if you go? No, my mom's an adult. Like, she's, yeah. she's mm. moved on and everything. But it's just like, I don't well, know. It's, it's just, just a matter of what you can stomach. I, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be able to stomach it, I don't think. I don't know that I would be the adult here. And I'm mm. saying you wish well, you know, wish you the best peace and happiness, but I can't see it in person. I, I, I don't know, right or wrong, it's the way I feel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like it was just kind of like he crossed the line when he yeah. said that he wouldn't like come to mind. Like what kind of. That's like, childish. Kind yeah. of adult I don't believe yeah, that exactly. to be true. That's childish. And I don't believe that to be true if it ends up, you know, at that place. But well, Kristen, two clear choices to make. Good luck. And I'm sorry you're going through that. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. No, I wouldn't want to see it. But you don't do this, then that, that's where the fork in the road happens with your relationship and your dad. It's like at that point, it's never going to be the same. Holidays, all that, whether she gets married or not, it's always going to be this thing that just yeah. hovers over them. Oh, you got to suck it up and go. She weddings, needs to be the weddings, bigger person and just weddings. go. Also, the dad sounds like a lame-o. Yeah. I mean, who says that to their kid? Yeah, first of all, cheating on the mom and then, and then saying that to your daughter. daughter like, okay, like, grow a pair. Ryan Seacrest and the gang here. Sarah's on the phone at 800-521-1027. Sarah, good morning. How are you doing? Hi, good morning. I'm doing well. How are you doing? We are doing well. So you and your husband are house hunting? Ooh, my favorite. Yes, we're so excited, but obviously... A little stressed with this housing market. Um, my husband and I, we got married in November. So we're just really thrilled to start a new life together and buy a house, which has been exciting, really exciting. But the stressful part and where I need you guys to kind of chime in for me is my husband is so insistent on a big backyard. Oh, and so we're is looking, mine. <laughs> well, we're looking in the L.A. suburbs and... You know, there's really just not a ton of houses out there with like the big backyard that he's looking for. And I don't really, I don't really need a yard. I've never really lived with one. So even though we're excited to go see these houses, we end up fighting about each one because it just isn't matching his vision of a house. So I don't know what to do with this. You know, it's already stressful enough. And then we're fighting about, you know, the house on top of it. So did he grow up with a backyard? Is that where it's coming from? I think so. He did. And I wonder if it's like that's his picture of like a perfect house. But he's lived in L.A. long enough to know that that's not super common. It's like a guy thing. I think it's like I need my land. Like this yeah, but in is L.A., you oh, kind of forfeit I, that. There is no space. I get it. So if you can get a house that has a, like a big backyard, then it's almost like this like you've made it type of vibe, you know, like. Right. Well, what is the compromise to this? Do you see a path to compromise? You know, I I want I want to help him with his dream house. And my compromise, I'm willing to kind of, especially with the housing market as it is, take something that's kind of a right now a newly married couple house, but he's not really willing to compromise. So I don't know how to start that conversation. 
Oi. Uh, you trick him. Oh, Here's the thing. No, but it's not like what well, you guys, not like a lie or anything. <laughs> you find a house that you love that's got everything, right? Maybe it's turnkey and whatever. But yes, the yard is a little bit smaller. But you take him to it and you have him fall in love with the house. And then maybe just by seeing the house, he's going to compromise for the smaller backyard. But he, you, have to, you have to physically get him to those houses. It can't just be like on Redfin and you're showing him in passing. You have to get him. This is what I'm doing with Michael. And I'm telling you, he's almost budging on some homes that have smaller backyards because he's like, well, yeah, it has all the bedrooms we need now and this and that, whatever. So Yeah, I think you're going to win this one. I, I, I don't see him falling on the sword for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And we, you're right. We've been trading Redfin emails. So yeah. maybe when well, he sees my vision. Yeah. He will. Yes, you need no, to get him there. Don't even tell him what's happening. Just be like, hey, meet me for lunch tomorrow at noon at whatever place and go have lunch. And then after lunch, you go take him to the house. Thank you so much. I love this idea. I'm going to do it. Good luck. You know, just this call makes me think I should call into this show for advice sometimes. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just listen to you guys give advice. <laughs> Y'all are all on the same page on that. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Sarah. Good luck and congratulations. Take care. Bye-bye. It's 102.7. It is Kiss FM. So if you ever listen to the show, maybe you've heard us talk about how Tanya loves to initiate a group text thread. Right. And I usually chime in. Yeah. But I don't initiate many of them. And I'm talking about like personal ones. It's like in the wild, not work ones, but like in the wild ones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I did. I took it upon myself to initiate one the other day. And I think it was because I saw that old picture of me from when I first started working when I was like 19. Oh, so is that what that was? That was a headshot yeah, for a, a headshot. jock card. It was <laughs> which a jock is card. what yeah. we used to have. Yeah, I used to give out like postcards with we your did, face on it. We did. We did. Hey, listen, listen to me tomorrow morning, <laughs> tomorrow afternoon. So that was the, so I found it. It was just a random shot. I found it. And I have bleached blonde hair, and it's when I was 19, 20 years it old. It is Nick Lachey, 98 degrees adjacent. It's, it's really boy bandish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, I just threw it out there. And then, of course, Tanya, couldn't. then she couldn't stop texting. Right. And then she, then she was going. just like, I had a dream about you guys last night. And, blah, blah, blah. and we're like, oh, okay. And then, so then we didn't respond. <laughs> she's like, aren't you proud? I'm maturing. Like, oh, it's all seems dangerous. <laughs> and now she's not sick. So. Wait, can we post this picture so everyone can see? Or was this just like... Yeah, send it to David Alvarez. Okay. Oh, I don't think I have David Alvarez's uh All right, we'll send it to Belinda. Okay. To send to David. Mark can send it. All right, you guys will figure it out. I will figure it to out. To send it to Thompson, put it up there. I'll send it to Mark, and then you uh, can send it to who? All right, so I've been hearing from you, Tanya Sisney, that I don't put enough social content up. So I did post another in the kitchen episode. I loved this so much, so really? much that I came in and we pulled the audio from it. I, so I, I was, you know, before American Idol on Sundays, I like to cook. I like to go to the store in the morning. I like to cook. It's really peaceful of you. I like it. Well, I met the sh- I, the guy. I don't eat shellfish, but I met the guy at the fish counter. Why did you say it was a cheat for you? Is it is shellfish I, a cheat? I, I, uh, shellfish, I don't know. My doctor says don't eat too much shellfish. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that it was bad. So I don't eat much of it at all. Mm-hmm. But the guy at the fish counter was like, oh, I got these jumbo shrimp here, bro. Yeah, you got you're, it. You're, you're going to love these. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking to myself, what am I going to do with good <gasps> I'm going to do scampi. Yum. It looked really delicious. But it, for me, it was the delivery of your, um, the way you talked and your oh. your cadence. Oh, let me, let me hear. And we're going to make a very garlicky scampi <laughs> to get excited for tonight's show. As a side dish, porcini mushrooms with sun-dried tomatoes and olive oil and a dash of white wine as well. 
The music in the background. Oh, that's my jam. Oh, because I put music on to cook, and also I find it terribly uncomfortable to videotape yourself doing something. So I'm trying. My delivery's trying to be more comfortable. It was very good. It's like I would watch your cooking show. Now I'm gonna add the large shrimp, a little white wine, and a dash of tomato paste. Oh, that was the secret ingredient. A dash, a dash of tomato paste, guys. Ooh. And the shrimp scampi. So good. You can hear the sizzle. The simmering porcinis, sun-dried tomatoes, garlic, parsley as the side. Yum. Almost set. Ready to go. It's time for American Idol to start. Yeah, that was the first. That was, it was the first thing I had before the show came on. But I have to tell you, I don't know if any casting directors are listening, but cooking show. Just being in the kitchen, not I, make it complicated. I feel like you know a guy that could maybe get that going. I probably know him. I probably know him. You probably, probably him. are him. But you know, I like the whole process. <laughs> going to the store, I go to the store, I go to the grocery store, and I talk to everybody It works there. Uh, and usually if you talk to anybody behind the meats counter or the fish counter, and you really get to know them, yeah. they point you in the fresh direction. Okay, okay, like they, 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 they let you in on stuff. I'm the opposite. I don't like going to the grocery store. I feel like it's a waste of time. I'd rather just order it. <laughs> I, well, on, it's a weekend, so I kind of, I, look, it's an activity to me. Uh, it's fun. And I go in not knowing what I'm going to make. That's even scarier. You yeah, going blind? It's, yeah, it's like a sport. Oh, my gosh, no. That's, I wouldn't even know what to buy. But I get so excited when I think of, like, the tomato paste secret ingredient. It looked there. really good. Was it yummy? It was so garlicky mm-hmm. and good. Mm, extra garlic, always. Uh, but thanks for watching my cooking segment. Uh, you know what? You're welcome. It was very good. I can't wait for episode two. And I'll keep my delivery like that. I'll st- I think yeah. it's a li- just a little bit more. F- it it's like a little more fun. It's not I as didn't... mean as like Gordon Ramsay, you know. So I feel like it's like a good balance of like direct but sincere and calming. Almost. Well, you're welcome. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That is going to do it for us tomorrow. An all-new Ryan's Roses, 740. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.